Welcome to Feel Better, Live More Bite Size, your weekly dose of positivity and optimism to get you ready for the weekend. Today's episode is brought to you by AG1 from Athletic Greens, one of the most nutrient-dense whole food supplements that I've come across. It contains vitamins, minerals, prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, and so much more, and I myself take it regularly. Go to athleticgreens.com forward slash live more to access a very special offer. They are giving my listeners five fantastic travel packs and one year's supply of vitamin D free of charge with your first order. See your details at athleticgreens.com forward slash live more. Today's clip is from episode 53 of the podcast with Elizabeth Amons, author of the book, The Art of Life Admin. Now, sometimes dealing with everyday tasks can feel like a whole other job. And in this clip, Elizabeth explains why life admin is getting in the way of the things we really want to do and gives some great strategies to help us steal back some time and bring more calm into our lives. I think you've really hit on something in your book, a real sign of the time, something that is affecting so many of us now. We're just swamped. We're drowning in things to do. Mm-hmm. And I think these things are major stressors on mm-hmm. our body. They mm-hmm. impact our health, our well-being. They affect the quality of our relationships, how we feel about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So what is a professor of law doing writing a book about life admin? There was a moment after my second child was born when I realized that I was completely overwhelmed and I was overwhelmed in a way I hadn't expected. So I knew that having children would involve a lot of hard work and also a lot of joy, but I didn't expect that there would be this kind of invisible layer of office work filling my mind and my time. And first I thought I was just personally failing, and I should somehow be able to organize or meditate my way out of it. Uh, But I looked around, and it seemed, as I looked more closely, that a lot of the people around me seemed to be struggling with this as well. So what is life admin? What are those things that you are specifically referring to in your book? So life admin is this invisible office-type work that is the, it's the sort of work that managers and secretaries, also known as admins, uh, do in the office for pay, but that all of us do in our lives um, invisibly and for free. It's things like the daily things and monthly things, paying bills, uh, filling out forms. It's the aggravations that come up. It's lost luggage admin. Uh, it's broken technology admin having to get it fixed. Um, it's also... The kind of work that often hits us around major life events, both happy ones like a new baby or, or a wedding, uh, can come with waves, onslaughts of this labor, but also really painful junctures of life uh, like a, an illness, uh, an aging parent who's ill, a child uh, who's ill, a, a death in the family, uh, a divorce. Often these really painful life events are compounded by this onslaught of invisible labor that's filling our mind and our times just when we really need to be taking care of ourselves and each other. It has a number of consequences. I mean, one basic thing is that it, it takes up time that means we that 
we can't spend on other things. So we can't spend on our relationships, on our self-care, on our meditation practice or our exercise or whatever we do for ourselves. It also isn't in of itself stressful. It fills our minds and makes it hard to get into the flow with what we're doing and with connecting uh, to others. I guess I, I think of a friend of mine, he's a doctor actually, but he doesn't see patients on a Wednesday and he's trying to spend his Wednesdays doing other things, educating himself, reading a little bit. It's a, it's a strategy he's trying to adopt to actually help him grow. But what's interesting is that often I speak to him and he'll say, I spent the whole day just doing stuff like mm -hmm. sending emails and just getting the washing machine fixed mm -hmm. and before you know it, that you you feel busy as so though you've done something, but you actually find at the end of the day, A, you haven't achieved very much about in terms of what you wanted to achieve. And then often people feel quite stressed that actually I've done so much today, but I don't feel like I've done anything that I wanted to. Is that something you've seen in your research? Absolutely. So I did interviews. I didn't want to just write about me and, and my the people I knew. And so I did interviews and conducted brainstorming sessions around life admin and it's really pervasive that people struggle with this. And one of the things about it is is precisely what you're saying, which is that we can spend the whole day doing it and then wonder, where did my day go? All these things are considered uh, time wasters, and they they genuinely get in the way of doing our important but not urgent things. Um, what in Stephen Covey's work and his urgent and important matrix are the, the things that are often our big life goals and our self-care are the things that often get put off because these may arrive, you know, there's an increasing frequency with which they reach us. You know, there are email inbox, but everyone knows our email inbox is backlogged. So now they text instead, oh, right? Yeah. And so you requ the request, there's an escalation so that it, the bombardment with this kind of labor um, comes uh, at a greater frequency and therefore a greater cost to our ability to, to be at ease. I don't think it's too much of an exaggeration to say how devastating the consequences are on us. Um, for the way we feel, but also I think our stress levels and our health and well-being. Your book is full of strategies in terms of what we can do about this. Are there certain strategies that are really resonating with people? A hundred admin tasks added up is more, in a sense, each of them taking one minute, than if you had a hundred minutes worth of one admin task, that there's some accumulated number of these things, yeah. that when they're filling your life, the overwhelm, is so great that I think it's really actually hard to understand from the outside if you're not in it. So someone looking at you might think, oh, you've been through, someone died, you know, you're in a sad moment, but they don't see that you're also completely overwhelmed with this labor. Well, anyway, one of those moments, it doesn't help if someone gives you the life hack and suggests this is a good time to make a uh, important documents repository where you have all your important documents and put them in a file and scan them and have them accessible by your phone and your laptop. Mm -hmm. You know, that's I have in my list of ideas to try for when you're in a moment where you can make a process improvement. That's helpful at that moment when you have a little time. When you have no time, when you're in an admin onslaught, you need quick fixes. Right. And so then you need something that's more responsive to that moment. And so the first list I have is for when you're in, when you need an immediate fix, when you're in an onslaught. And so one example of that uh, is to start with a simple to-do list. One surprise of my research was how many people had gone back to paper, especially many of my super doers, the people who are doing this well and pretty happily, had actually gone back to a paper list and I use anymore. When I'm in a really tough day, I use a paper list. And at the top of it, I... I put my good day list 
So I put the things that are important but not urgent that I try to do every day, meditate, write, uh, exercise, yoga, those sorts of things to remind myself. So, you, you, I, so you're writing them every day, even though you know... Even though I know them in my head, wow. I put them at the top of the list. And then I also keep in my phone, I like to have a longer running list that I do have with me, but I do it in the simple notes app in my phone. I yeah. tried a lot of different apps. And in there, I have written at the top also the the list for every day, the good day list for every day to remind myself of those important but not urgent things. Um, and so starting with the, the simple list and giving up on the idea that there's going to be a magic tool that's going to solve it all, um, that's one global strategy for, for when you're in an onslaught. Is there a danger that when we're making a to-do list, we can put too many things on it, mm. which then becomes a source of stress? Mm-hmm. Uh, is part of your strategy to really prioritize like what are the most important things I need to do today? Absolutely. Well, that's a reason, too, to have always at the top the important things Got it. that are not that are the to-be items, in a sense, to remind yourself. But also, there are ways that you can bypass the to-do list altogether to keep things from ever ending up on that list. Now, one thing you've said is just deciding certain things you don't do. And I talk about that as a, as a strategy, too, is deflecting certain items and making those choices. But also, there are things that requests people make of us all the time, like you know, oh, do you know a good eye doctor? You probably get a lot of requests for doctors. Can you recommend this? And you have a choice in that moment. You could say, oh, yes, I'll, I'll find that in my email and I'll send it to you. And now it has to go on your list. Another option is to say, oh, just wait one moment. Let me just look and I'll give it to you right now while the person's standing there. And it never, ever lands on your list at all. Before I saw Life Admin as a thing, before I saw it as something that was coming at me about to land... I didn't appreciate how easy it could be in certain moments uh, to deal deal with them right away. Yeah, you know, I think you've really touched on it on a very important point, which is by labeling this problem as a thing, we make it something that we can think about and, and therefore deal with. Because for many of us, it's hidden. It's there in the background. We don't think about it. We just wonder, why was there stress all the time? I feel sometimes they, they take up, there's a cognitive cost to them. I mean, you're nodding your heads. I mean, there is. Well, there's a specific um, term, the Sigurnik effect, that is the way that unfinished tasks take up more mental bandwidth than f- completed tasks. So it's like if you're um, if you leave the kettle to boil and you answer the phone, part of your mind is still over there with the kettle that's about to boil, and so in that way, all of our unfinished tasks are taking up bandwidth in our and so that's why one of the things is if you put them on a list and for some people putting them on a paper list seems to more completely close that loop. Yeah. I'm uh, one of those people. Some of us like paper, some of us really like high tech, some of us like marathons where we get it all done and some of us like short sprints. Um you know there are different modes for each of us and in, you know if you find those then when it's time to really get this stuff done then you can make it a little bit better and that's a relief. Admin can get in the way of most any goal we're trying to achieve if we don't see it. So if we ask the admin question about a life goal, if we ask what role does life admin play or could it play in this problem or in its solution, then we have a better chance of achieving that goal. So if let's say, you know, you want to change your eating habits, 
you know, people often think, okay, well, that's going to take some willpower, you know, and maybe some knowledge about the right diet or whatever. But people rarely appreciate how much admin goes with changing yeah. your eating habits. You know, you have to find new recipes. You have to find off sometimes new places to shop for food. You, you have to know where to find the food at quickly during your day. It's one thing at home. But, you know, when you're out and about, if you're starting to eat differently, where do you find the food that you actually can eat and like? You know, where does the time come to do all that work, mental labor and searching labor research in order to make this habit shift? And so unless we say I'm going to block out, say, let's say this month I'm going to, you know, I don't know, zero some other area, the news, or, you know, I'm going to go off Facebook or whatever for the month because actually I'm going to try to change my diet and I know I'm going to need an extra two or three hours a week just to make the mental work and the research work of making this life change. And so if we ask the admin question as part of what we're doing to try to make a change, we, it can really help us get there. And if we don't ask the question, it can be an invisible drag that we just didn't see that was the thing that prevented us from getting where we were trying to go. Yeah, Elizabeth, I think that's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Because I think, yes, there's life admin and how we can reduce that, how we can make it more efficient for us to, to get that done. But this is a slightly different point, isn't it? This is about understanding that there is an admin cost to almost anything we choose to do. Life admin, this burden that we're now facing is a huge stressor. And because I know we've said it already, but I think the key point is that you've given it a name. You've labeled it. So it becomes a thing now that we can deal with. We've got the knowledge now to go, hey, okay, what I'm going to do about this, this invisible burden. Wishing that other people will spend their time in the way that is most meaningful to them is one of the things I really hope to get from this. And also so that all of our lives can become less stressful uh, I do think we, we all really could use relief. And this is one area where we can find some and help each other find some. Can you leave my listeners with maybe, I don't know, three or four top tips that they might be able to think about applying in their lives right now to improve the way that they feel? So starting with a simple to-do list, going back to paper, if paper appeals to you, putting that good day list at the top of your to-do list every day. What are the things that are on your to-be list? What are the things that you do to add meaning to your life and to take care of yourself and to reduce stress? And can those be on your to-do list? And can you also find ways to have some things never land on your to-do list at all? Can you take care of them right in the moment? Let this not, though, in any way be one more area in which you're falling short. You know, so many of us, we learn a new strategy, we learn a new idea, and then we feel like this is one more way, yeah. right, in which I'm falling short. It's always a work in progress, you know. I haven't solved every part of this in my own life. It's ongoing, and it is for all of us. And we all have areas where we have, you know, shifts and improvements and areas where we, we struggle. And knowing that about ourselves and each other, a compassion for ourselves and each other, to me, has to be the ultimate message. really hope you enjoyed that bite-sized clip do spread the love by sharing this episode with your friends and family and if you want more why not go back and listen to the original full conversation with my guest and before you go i am really excited to let you know that my brand new book happy minds happy life is now available as an audiobook penguin and i have decided to release the audiobook a few weeks early and if you enjoy listening to my podcast, I think you will really enjoy listening to me narrate the content in my brand new book. It is available to listen to in full right now on Audible and Apple Books. And the audiobook version also contains some bonus content that is not in the paperback version. 
there is a special question and answer section at the end of the audiobook where I spend time answering questions submitted by you. I think you will really enjoy listening to this section. And in the book, I share the important relationship between happiness and health, which is not often spoken about or considered. And I outline simple ways in which you can develop and train the skill of happiness. And yes, it is a skill that we can all develop once we know how. And those tools will have a profound impact on your physical and mental well-being as they have already done with myself. So if that sounds of interest, please do go and take a listen to the audiobook. I really hope you enjoy it. And as always, let me know what you think. If you enjoyed this episode, I think you will really enjoy my new bite-sized Friday email. It's called The Friday Five. And each week I share things that I do not share on social media. It contains five short doses of positivity, articles or books that I'm reading, quotes that I'm thinking about, exciting research I've come across, and so much more. I really think you're going to love it. The goal is for it to be a small yet powerful dose of feel-good to get you ready for the weekend. You can sign up for it free of charge at drchatterjee.com forward slash Friday 5. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Make sure you have pressed subscribe, and I'll be back next week with my long-form conversation on Wednesday and the latest episode of Bite Science next Friday.